friend. We all want to connect with our teen daughters, but find it hard to figure out how to do it. Sometimes it's hard to bridge the gap between the two of you consistently. Something might work and then it doesn't, right? Today, I'm bringing you back to the basics. In order to connect, you need to just simply love her. I mean, I know you love her, but I'm talking about where she knows and receives your love. Today, we are digging in an oldie but still relevant goodie, the five love languages and how knowing her love language can actually cut to the chase and bring you closer, right? That's all we want. But first, Mama, I want to invite you into our mom community. I want you to know you need connection too. We all do. We are, in a, we are a group of moms with tweens and teens needing our own kind of love with support and encouragement and laughs. If this is you, come join us by going to linktree forward slash Jean Baldomero. Hey mama, welcome to the Raising Her Confidently podcast. I'm Jeannie Baldomero, a mom of three, wife, friend, mom mentor, and your number one advocate for healthy mother-daughter relationships. I know you're frustrated with this new season of raising your daughter. You find yourself literally Googling parenting a tween or teen girl because you just want to understand and help her out. You wish you could connect with your daughter with tools for a healthy relationship, guide her to be responsible and independent through boundary setting, and create a supportive community for you and your daughter. So mom, if you're ready to create an authentic and genuine relationship with your girl that is thriving and not just surviving, grab that glass of Merlot and kick off those fuzzy slippers and let's get going. Okay, today we are visiting a favorite book in our house called The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. You know, I was actually first introduced to this book several years ago in my couples group with my husband. It was no surprise that we each receive and give love so uniquely and differently, even between a husband and a wife. We soon discovered that my hubby's love language is words of affirmation, and mine was acts of service. So it was no joke that once we got each other's language, it was easy to translate our love for each other. They were so different, yet so individual, right? It, it was individually us. Words of affirmation was so my husband. Once that, once the words came to mind, I was like, yep, perfectly fit. And acts of service was definitely mine. Once we realized this, we knew exactly how to give each other what we needed in our own love language. This was a game changer for us. And I recall coming home from a girl's trip and being welcomed to a pristine home. Well, I call it pristine, but it was pretty darn close to it. I know my husband worked hard to get him and my kids to clean the house before I got home. And boy, did I feel loved. He didn't even have to tell me. He just showed it to me through my love language. And soon we discovered that my kids had our, their own love language and discovered that my daughter's love language is actually quality time. And so guess what I did? I had lots of intentional time together with her. This is how she receives love. And I knew how to listen for when she needed love as a younger child, she would just come up to me and hug me. And although it may seem like it was physical touch, she just would say, I want mama, you know, as a, as a, even as a preteen, I want mama. Her love language is, I want to spend time with my mom. 
that's quality time. And if I knew to translate that language and that's what she meant, it really closed, it helped in closing that gap between me and her. Most moms I work with have struggled with connecting with their daughter in a way she receives it. So Gary Chapman, the author of the five love languages, is a genius in breaking them down so that we mamas can understand not only our own love language, but hers as well. And in layman's terms, so that we are clear and we know exactly what they need and how exactly we can show it so they don't question our love for them because we know how to reach them in their language. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you the five love languages Gary Chapman shares with a brief description of each. Now, some of you may be very well versed in the five love languages. So consider this a review and maybe um, it's time to revisit it because love languages as a child is received differently as a teen and how we show it and how we connect with them. So it's super important to identify what your love language is if you haven't yet and definitely what the love language of your child is now. So first, here we go, five love love languages. So the first is words of affirmation. Someone who receives words of affirmation as their love language is someone who seeks encouragement, positive affirmations, even maybe a a nice note of appreciation. Um, Someone who can sit and in a text and say, hey, I appreciate you or can verbally express the traits of this of the person that receives the words of affirmation. For example, my husband, words of affirmation. Actually, my oldest son is also words of affirmation. They need to be um, stroked with words. I constantly am saying, you are a good dad. I appreciate you helping out around the house. Son, you are going to do big things. You're very smart, and I know you're going to use that talent to do great things in this world. That's the sign of words of affirmation, and boy, do they feel loved when they receive words like that. The second love language is acts of service, and that happens to be my love language. This is someone who receives love or even gives it, because I feel like I give it, um, through service, Uh, doing a deed for that person. For me, it's when the kids do the dishes without me asking, or um, my husband grabs me a cup of coffee unexpectedly. That is my jam. That is my love language, acts of service. The third, quality time, which happens to be my daughter's. Someone who enjoys intentional focused time together, either in a group or one-on-one. This person enjoys the company of people and the presence of being around others. They receive that energy as their love language and also recognize that the time that someone else sacrificed in putting um, into their time and spending time together is an act of love to them. So that's quality time. Uh, The fourth is gifts. Now, this is either someone who loves to give gifts or receive gifts as a act of love. I have a really good friend, I believe, has the love language of gifts. Um, she's great at being intentional of 
what she wants to give to other people. She usually gives things that usually matches um, what she believes her friends may like, but also something that she felt personally um, connected to, meaning like if some if she has a favorite uh, perfume, she'll give that perfume away because it meant so much to her. She'll know it mean it'll mean somebody it'll mean a lot to someone else. Or if someone took the time to give her a gift that had deep meaning, that is a language of love for this person. And the last is physical touch, which happens to be my middle son. Um, this is someone who enjoys being in proximity with other people. Um, they love hugs, high fives. They like back rubs and massages as their love language, maybe even a foot massage. Uh, and that is a person who receives love in that way to be physically touched by um, another is their love language that they feel appreciated and loved. So the five love language, love languages that Gary Chapman talks about, words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, gifts, and physical touch. So once you figure out what your love language is and what your daughter's love language is, it helps really translate how you can reach them. And even communicating with your daughter what your love language is so that she knows how to reach you and show her love the way you can receive it as well. But also being um, aware that, say, for example, my daughter, whose love language is quality time, and she wants to spend time with me, this is her way of showing her love towards me. Even if I don't receive quality time as much as I do for acts of service, as a love language, I know she's showing me love. She's reaching out to me the way she can through her love language. If that makes any sense, Mama, it's to be aware of that as well. Because it could be lost in translation, but in, if you're aware of her own love language, you know she's showing it the way she can, right? It's kind of like someone speaking in their native tongue, I love you, even if you don't understand it, you know the meaning behind it, right? That's exactly it, the five love languages. And here's a, a note that everyone has a capability of receiving love out of all these five love languages, right? One happens just to stand out a little bit more than others. So now what do you do with all five of these love languages now that you're aware? Well, I want you, after this episode, take the love language quiz with your daughter. That way you'll find out what you both what your love language is. This will help uh, bridge the gap between the two of you and help lessen the guesses of how you can connect better with your daughter. Go to fivelovelanguages.com to figure out and take the quiz and figure out what your love language is and find ways to show love in her language. Hey mom, don't forget, Come and join us in the mom community. We're here for you. Linktree forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.